0: Hey, well, welcome Christchurch and all of our Facebook friends. It is so good to hang out with you today. And just to be honest with you, I've never gone live before in my life, so this could get real interesting really fast. Uh, I'm working from home just like I'm sure most of you are as well. I'm hanging out with my kids today. Kids, you want to just say hello to everybody? Hello. Hello. This is Guy. Guy, tell them how uh, how old you are. I am. Talk six up years, so they can hear you laugh. I am six years old. Willa, tell them how old you are. I am seven years old. Seven. We have a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. Yeah, Dad's about to uh, like give an encouraging thought to all my friends. Do you want to say anything to them? Um, yes. a good day everybody. Oh, give me up. That's a good one right there. Willa, you want to say something? Every day is a great. You day. gotta talk up so they can hear you. Every day is a great day to um, to love God, even he, Okay, yeah. Every day is a love, to, a great day to love God. I messed know you did. Do you want to pray for us before we get started? Yes. All right. Let's say a prayer. Say it loud. God, thank you for this day, and we hope nobody gets the coronavirus because we just want to be safe and we and every. Even church, even if church is locked down, we can always pray pray if we need to, and we can always learn about God. Amen. Amen. I love you. Go play, and I'm going to be done in just a minute, okay? And I'll come outside, and we So we'll... many people have comments. All right, go play outside. I love <laughs> you, Mom. Wow. Well, I feel like that after that, we could probably just um, shut it down and just go home. That's, uh, you got to love kids, and I love my kids, and, uh... Well, we've had some a lot of encouragement this week, and from Pastor Jeffrey and Siobhan. and it, and let me just say it's such an honor to be able to serve alongside such amazing, gifted, and talented folks like these guys. And um, you'll be hearing from some of the uh, of our other team coming up next week. So mark your cal- calendars. Every single day at eleven o'clock, we will be coming on live to you. And. Uh, but today I'm really am honored to have this opportunity to share something that that God taught me a while back uh, while I was coloring with my daughter one day about my attitude. My daughter Willow, that you just met she loves to color and um, when she's coloring many times she wants to uh, she wants you to come and color with her and one particular day she was coloring a horse and She was doing a pretty good job she was staying in the line she was coloring the body brown but when she got to the horses tail she wanted to color the horses tail pink well every adult knows that horses don't have pink tails so I uh, I tried to convince her um, to choose black to color the horses tail black but this chick has a mind of her own so she insisted that the horses tail was going to be pink Uh, in that moment just like that the Holy Spirit just dropped a thought into my mind and and God told me that in the same way that that we get to choose the color crayon that we want to color a picture with is the same way that we get to choose the attitude that we walk around with the attitude that we have and and I'm sure you like me um, you found yourself living life sometimes with a pretty crummy attitude you have no joy. You have no excitement about life. And and here's the thing, it you could have valid reasons not to have joy or to have excitement. Um, you might be having relationship issues. You might be having some financial issues, or maybe even some health problems. But but you know that that you're not living life with a very good attitude. And James one and two, um, James writes this. He says, "My fellow believers, when it, when it seems as though you're nothing but difficulties as an, an opportunity to experience the joy that you can. And I'll be honest, when I'm facing something, the last thing I feel like doing is considering all my troubles as an, as an opportunity for great joy. It, it makes you scratch your head and wonder is that even possible? clearly Jesus doesn't know the issues that I'm dealing with or the people that I'm having to deal with or or the goals that I have to achieve at work especially since we're on the um, kind of quarantine lockdown and they still have the same goals and the same expectations and so it's just so much pressure and and so it just is like God Jesus clearly you don't understand what I'm going through and and so for me, when I when I read this verse as a standalone thing, it, it seems impossible to to real realistically put this into practice. Yet when we read this scripture in context, it, it takes on a entirely new perspective and it begins to seem like, well, maybe with God's help, this is possible and and this is doable. James wrote this verse during a time when the Christians had allowed the frustrations and and the difficulties of life to steal their optimism and to steal their joy, but in their defense, like many of us, these believers had a, had a lot of serious issues and justifiable reasons to have bad attitudes. They they'd faced a lot of persecution, big time trials and and sufferings. They from murder to imprisonment, and as a result, many of these Christians were were juggling an array of emotions, including fear and mourning. And, confusion, loneliness, and I'm sure even hopelessness for some of them. Some of them had to flee their homes for, for safety because of the, they feared for their lives. They lived in poverty. Many of them were forced to, to scrounge around for food just to survive. Some were even sick. And I can just tell you, everyone was exhausted. If, if anyone had the right to be negative and pessimistic, it was them. And I can only imagine as they sunk under the weight of all of this, all of this insurmountable, all these insurmountable problems and these fears that their faith began to sink away. And here's James, he began, first thing he does, he, he acknowledges the suffering that they were in, but he also wanted to give them hope and, and encouragement. And he told them inner joy could still be theirs if they deliberately chose to take control of their thinking and change their attitude. We might not experience that, uh, religious persecution as they were experiencing, experiencing here in the 21st centuries. Um, but let's face it, it's hard. It's, it's difficult sometimes for us to avoid letting this bad attitude to take over our mind and, and rule our lives. People hurt us, don't they? Um, our our past sometimes haunts us and coworkers mistreat us friends don't really consider us sometimes and and so here's James's uh, James's instructions to this these first believers and I believe it can help all of us today as well is that my attitude is my choice knowing whatever circumstances i face does have the power to dictate my attitude unless i let them like it's it's the same way that that when I was choosing the crayons to color the page with love it's the same way you get to choose the attitude that you want to walk around with, with life. the same way when you go to that coloring box with all these array of colors and you get to choose the crayon that you want is the same way that you get to walk wake up and say you know what today I'm gonna live with a good attitude I'm gonna go I'm gonna work today with a good attitude I'm gonna go into the grocery store today with a good attitude you can choose your attitude and how you react to situations to the situations that you're in you can choose to be upset and and to dislike life or you choose to be happy and, and and full of joys a lot of times I found that many people are just waiting for everything in life to be perfect before they can get happy, and we think that, that, that we, if we have more free time that we could be happy, well, bang, you got free time now, you can be happy, or you know, if you wait for everything to be perfect in life to have a good attitude, I'm just going to be honest with you, you're going to be waiting a long time, when God kind of dropped this into my spirit, of course, I'm a, I want to go, and I want to check it against scripture and I want to even check scientific facts. And and so I went and I started reading up about a person's attitude. And, and one of the things that I found was just so eye-opening. And it was a, a, a statistic uh, from the Stanford Research Institute. And it just talked about how valuable your attitude was in your life. And it reported that only... percent of our success in life is determined by our knowledge or our our skill or our aptitude and the other 87.5 percent of our success comes from our attitude your attitude matters folks how you walk around it matters and so i'm challenging us today and encouraging us today let's uh not give our, our best attitude to to our co-workers or to our bosses, but let's give our attitude, our best attitude to our families. And you know what? As a matter of fact, everybody we come in contact with. Let's have a great attitude. Let's pray today. God, I thank you that um, that you're real and that your love reaches to us where we're living and what, where we're living in this moment right now in time. As many of us are, are quarantined to our homes then we're going to stay at home. at God, Pray that we will allow all this inconvenience to to be a frustration. We can allow this moment really. Um, we can be able to leverage this moment to, to to spend more time with our families and with our uh, with, with friends. God, we love you and we thank you that you're over us. And I thank you that this dog is right in my face, barking in my face of him. too, but God. I pray for attitudes that you would help us to always choose to have a great attitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we love you guys. God bless you.